from around the world and crawling from the slime at the bottom of a dark Scottish lake. This is Paranormal One. again everybody welcome back to paranormal one i'm mike grasso here along with my yin and yang steve bartell and josiah lee henson hey guys what's Hello. going on hi mike good to good to get back together with you again so we, we've been working on this list for a few weeks um I, I think we're really going to try to knock it out or, or finish it up or whatever we're going to do night and then we'll see what kind of time we have left at the end because um normally what happens is we start bsing in the beginning and then we end up going on for like two and a half hours so we're going to try to cut it down <laughs> to a reasonable amount of time this week uh, and the first step of that will be me stopping from talking right now so um this list we've been working on uh it, it's off of ranker again if you're on your phone you're you're a braver person than me for trying to look at ranker but on the on the computer it's it's pretty easy because the pop-ups don't get in your way as badly um and and this article was 12 scientific explanations behind paranormal phenomenon and uh so we've been going through each of these and they're they, they seem pretty reasonable for the way they're presented uh talking about things like infrasound orbs um steve what's that word again <laughs> Atom, auto, auto, automatism? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, mold making you feel funky. The ideomotor effect. Yeah, and we weren't sure if it was ideometer or ideomotor. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's that that's a that's a toss up. You can have fun with that. However, you want to do that. Uh, carbon monoxide. Um, uh, and, and, and electronic stimulation in your brain. All of these things uh, can be scientific explanations for what people typically uh, classify as paranormal phenomenon, hauntings, ghosts, all that fun stuff that we are so interested in. But uh, something new coming along the line here is um, something I'd never really thought about, but I guess it could have an effect, is solar winds. Um, sort of playing around with the Earth, Earth's magnetic fields. Have you guys ever encountered anything other than like the uh, your radio reception or TV reception going wacky once in a while? Have you guys ever encountered any of these like solar storm type events that have interfered with anything? I've never noticed it. Uh, I do know that yeah, when solar flares happen, that they can disrupt quite a bit of you know of our electrical activity. But, uh, but no, not, not, mm -hmm. nothing personally related to that. Yeah, and like Steve said, I had I'd only heard of the solar flares and how they can possibly be intentional. Is that right? Somebody can send a solar flare, or is it all natural? No, it's all natural. It's just uh, it's the sun's burping out, you know. Okay, for some reason I thought that I had heard somewhere that someone was trying to harness a way to use it as a weapon or something. Maybe I'm thinking of something completely different, too. It sounds like a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure Tesla had something to do with that. And I'm sure somebody oh, will attribute him 
with that or attribute that to him he's yeah yeah <laughs> well he, the, the what it's saying here is um the reason so many ghostly encounters happen at night is actually because of the sun the sun is constantly pushing solar winds toward the earth and these winds in turn push into the earth's electromagnetic field during the night you're faced away from the sun so this causes electromagnetic fields to expand which in turn has a greater effect on our brains we already know that an electronic shock to the brain we talked about this last week can cause hallucinations this is a similar premise so i guess i guess i really don't understand that statement as far as at night we're facing away from the sun so yeah. does that just mean that it is getting shoved around the earth into our dark side that we're on or i just i don't i don't get that i, I guess this is one thought. of those things that yeah, yeah we're not smart enough <laughs> to figure out <laughs> or, or that somebody will put out and figure oh well i guess we're not smart enough to ask the right questions about this <laughs> so i i i believe that uh solar winds and uh solar energy uh, is also uh, associated with the aurora borealis isn't it the northern lights yeah, yeah. okay yeah it's, and the earth's magnetic field yes yeah. okay so i i think at night have you ever seen like a picture of the magnetic field and it kind of like like black like it, it's not well i shouldn't say it's magnetic field because that it's kind of almost i want to say it's egg shaped but it's not maybe maybe like an oddly shaped like a squashed down figure eight yeah like pinches in at the poles like it's yeah like it expands outwards from the poles and like heart hands (laughs) yeah that's heart hands (laughs) around the earth yeah (laughs) um but but what it must do is is the back side of that away from the sun kind of gets blasted out a little bit that's the expanding thing that they talked about in this article fair enough I guess we could have done more research on this, but we didn't. Um, so <laughs> that's, I mean, I, 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 but remember we were talking about EMF several months ago and um, like even a, a refrigerator magnet has more magnetic pull than we're measuring with our millimeters. Our millimeters are like, oh, 1.2, 1.6. Oh my gosh, it's up to two. But then you know the the, the refrigerator magnet is like thirty milligauss. Right, right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, I, I guess our brains could be more sensitive to this than we could imagine. But if that's the case, then uh, first of all, okay, then maybe then the tinfoil hats do actually have a purpose. Maybe. <laughs> um, but and the other thing is, though, why don't we hear more about this? if it can't affect our brain so much. True. Oh, it's nighttime, everybody. You'd better lock the doors and don't go outside because you don't know what you might do with your crazy nighttime brain. <laughs> now, now, you think that refrigerator magnet is, is high. I mean, have you ever seen what a cell phone uh, refreshing data causes those meters to read out? Yeah. Do we want to know? It's in the mid to upper 100 and, 150, 160 range or higher. Yeah, it's uh, nice. Yeah, so, you know, they say about cell phones fraying your brain, holding them up to your ear, whatever, whatever, you know, I mean, hmm? I don't know. Yeah, I guess future autopsies will tell us 
what's going on. So I just wonder, though, in the daytime, you would think you'd be getting directly flooded by the the sun's solar winds and whatever, whatever, I guess. Well, but, but that's where the, our magnetic field blocks that. Gotcha, okay. W- without the sense. Earth's magnetic field, that, that we'd be in big trouble. I, I just heard something. They said, like, they talk about the poles flipping. Yes. Like that happens every so many hundreds or tens of thousands of years. Yep. And the last time was, like, in the 42, 48,000 year ago range and during the time that it was actually flipping the earth was open to a lot more radiation from the sun and they said this is why early early man may have moved into caves interesting as protection from all of this radiation sure like that's that's pretty cool so um yeah so 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 yeah the the Earth's magnetic field really does protect us. If it disappeared, we'd fry. We'd be like inside a microwave. It just like it's a matter of time until us and everything else is gone. So, um, yeah, we're we're, we're kind of lucky for that. But I don't know. I, I I'm I'm going to have to just sort of tap out on this one because I I don't know enough. Well. <clears throat> the the link in there uh, takes you to a paranormal education and research charity. Um, oh, there is a link there. Okay. The Association for the Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena. Let's go ASAP. Yeah. How do I know I have a ghost? Is that the... Nope. Magnetic fields causing ghosts. It says there is now so much laboratory evidence in favor of magnetically induced hallucinations that some paranormal researchers are taking it as read that they are the source of certain anomalous experiences, notably some kinds of ghosts. However, the field evidence for such magnetic fields is slight at present, but that could soon change as equipment capable of detecting them is now being deployed at haunted locations. If these magnetic fields exist outside the laboratory, what is causing them? But it... it goes hmm. on and on to uh it does go on and on a lot <laughs> <laughs> but a yes lot. But, but it basically backs up their studies about you know about the causes and they do have a magnetic chart as well so so i guess it, it's the same thing that they were talking about in other ones with electricity it's just that this is a different source magnetism yeah yep okay and as we said we established months ago again all almost all energy is electromagnetic energy well i shouldn't say all energy like radio waves mag- magnetism all that um light light is emf a frequency of emf so yeah i don't know um and every time i bounce back and forth my screen scrolls somewhere else <laughs> yeah same here so <laughs> so which which explains the link because i was clicking on the completely different link than what you were on you know i i do have to chuckle oh okay i i understand this is why that made even less sense than you're I'm, you're talking i'm like okay dude, whatever <laughs> so i, now I see you know what you read the reason so many ghost encounters happen at night is actually because of the sun which is interesting because a lot of times we always say that as investigators we investigate at night because you know things are quieter um it's you know you're you know it's more focused you know there's less people walking around and you know Mm -hmm. less vehicles less less 
interference basically um but that's interesting that they're saying scientifically that most encounters you know happen at night well and, it, and i think too there, there's something to be said too about to, your, your your senses become more attuned sure without as much um sensory input if, if it's darker maybe your hearing becomes a little more Well, well you're isolating your, you're isolating your senses, it. you know, so, you know, uh, blind people tend to have much mm. better hearing. And, you know, if you eliminate yeah. one of the senses, your other ones become heightened. So eliminating the light and, you know, technically, I guess, being able to see your hearing should be heightened. Your other senses yeah. should be heightened. But, and it's not like there's never paranormal activity in the daytime. Right. There's, in fact, there could be just as much, <laughs> if not more, sometimes. Yeah, depending on where you are. Okay. So, solar winds, nighttime. For whatever reason, I think we agree nighttime is a better... T- Plus, it, it feels creepier at night. Mm-hmm. And a side note, I was uh, confusing solar um, bursts with electromagnetic pulses, which can be used ah. as a weapon. EMPs, okay. yes. Exactly. Well, it, like in The Matrix, that's how they... Now, did you ever see the movie The Matrix? I think so. I, I just I was too young. I don't really remember much of it. That's right. I forgot you're so wow. much younger. But, but yes, uh, yeah, that was a dig at you us. You ever hear old the Civil people. War, Josiah? <laughs> I know a lot about the Civil War, actually. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you were kind of young then too, right? But <laughs> only like negative two hundred. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, EMPs have have been you know used as weapons for quite some time. Okay. But in that movie you know a artificial intelligence uh, the the machines are eradicating human humankind okay. and uh the way they fight back against them when they get cornered by all of them is to set off an emp and it just uh-huh. instantly kills them all so it's just like a huge pulse of electromagnetic frequency yeah. okay yeah. Cool. it fries everything electronic but, well solid like solid state gets shorted out yep like if okay. you have a tube radio it'll still work ah that's kind of <laughs> cool yeah going back to old school and, and I was actually getting solar winds maybe confused with solar flares although I think they do have some link I, yeah yeah there's the similarities I like the storms are like really intense ones right because I know there have been times where like the radio hasn't been coming in while you're like what's going on oh solar storms yep okay last a couple of days all right. Anybody want to jump on to the next one? Josiah, you, you want the honors? Yeah. Um, I, do, do you want me to go ahead and read it, I guess, Mike? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So the title is uh, Drafts Closed Doors Makes Things Move and Makes Us Feel Cold. Uh, haunted houses always have a few hallmarks, doors randomly closing, things getting knocked off shelves, and rooms suddenly getting filled with brisk cold air. A ghost needs energy to move, so it sucks all of the heat out of the room, uses it as fuel, and leaves behind cold spots, right? Sorry to break it to you, but no, <laughs> it's just the weather. Drafts entering through open windows, doors, or chimneys can cause some ghost-like things to happen. Cool air rises and hot air drops. Cool air rises and hot air drops. I always thought it was the other way around. Yeah. It's more, that's why you have your ceiling fans, right? To 
in the wintertime. Yeah, so I don't... Push the warm air down. Yeah, I've always heard heat rises. That's you know? what I always thought. But this article mm-hmm. says, cool air rises and hot air drops. It's got to be the other way around. The article's got to be wrong. But anyway, so cool it says... Air. Yeah, if you've ever been to the, the, the attic of Conover exactly. in the summertime... right. Hot air definitely rises. Yeah, so this this must have it backward. But. We'll think about okay. it. In old houses, fireplaces were downstairs. They had those openings in the floor so that all the heat could mm-hmm. rise up and heat the upper floors. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, but just according to the article, it says, Cool air rises and hot air drops. So when outside air enters a room, it rushes around trying to equalize the temperature. This results in rooms randomly getting colder or slightly breezy. Many times these drafts cause open doors to slam and lighter objects like paper and picture frames to blow off of shelves. If you feel like your body is suddenly getting colder, this could just be from a lack of humidity. So grab a sweater, you'll be just fine. Um, You know, this article raises uh, a lot of good talking points yeah but at the same time i do feel that uh it it's kind of too dismissive of Very all paranormal much. phenomena it's whoever wrote this is basically saying listen none of this stuff is real it's all explainable you know yeah but but you know it does like i said raise some very interesting talking points and there is some validity yeah. to to most of these things you know yeah, and I, I mean, the article's great yeah. and exciting, but for it to be blatantly incorrect about something that pretty much is common <laughs> sense is a little bit disturbing. You, you stopped on a dime, and we're just like, wait. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and what's the... Uh, there's there's something... Uh, I, I, I was just... See, and I don't want to say it wrong, because immediately like half the people will be like, no, that's not the way it is. Um, so that would be all six people, or <laughs> four... Sherry, about <laughs> Greg. About hey, someday <laughs> in 2072, somebody's gonna come back and listen to the ah, archives. There we go. go. Wow, <laughs> these guys knew their laws of thermodynamics. They were spot on. <laughs> they were right about the okay. solar winds. Can you concert, um, entropy. No, no entropy I will say this. I, I mean, temperature. The general okay, concept that does of not this. at all tell me what I wanted to know. The general concept of this is completely, you know, 100% correct. If you have a draft, it could slam a door shut. Yeah. Um, you know, and even beyond, yeah. even beyond drafts and things like that, um, think about the, I guess, I, I know the concept. I can't exactly explain exactly what it is, but you know how sometimes when you open the exterior door to your house, an inner door can slam shut. I think it's know? like a vacuum. Like a vacuum effect, yes. Yeah. So, uh, or like when somebody opens up the bathroom, like in, in an office, somebody opens up the bathroom door or the front door, and like all the ceiling tiles lift and fall yes, for a yes, second. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so the you can vacuum feel through the whole building. You know, if someone's standing by a door and this door all of a sudden just kind of swings open, well, you know, did a ghost do it, or could potentially someone have closed the door, or window, the other part of the house, mm-hmm. and cause yeah. it to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's it's not explicitly mentioned in this article, but at the same time, it kind of falls in the same category. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's kind of common sense that drafts exist, yeah. and that was sort of like the one night, Steve, when we remember the 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 uh, the, we, the smoke test we were trying to. Mm, I don't know anything about run. that. I remember that. I was there for that. <laughs> I think it was Halloween, and like we had the the little uh, balloon. It was a balloon that was had a glow stick in it, I think, and it was wiggling it was around blooming. a little bit. Yep. And we were trying to see if there was a draft in the room, and so. Uh, we, we we lit a little bit of smoky something to smoke so we could see if there were any drafts in in the room 
it was up in the museum. And, and I think we did we did notice that it, there was airflow coming from somewhere in there. You know, it wasn't stagnant. Yeah, I, I, I truthfully I don't remember that. I just remembered like giving you grief about lighting up. <laughs> like Steve, yeah, because you encouraged me. To you encouraged it, me to smoke, and then you lit up. And I'm like Steve, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and weren't you a little apprehensive about it, Steve? You're like, should I be doing this? Well, yes, but then, but then when you reacted that science. for about two yeah. seconds, I'm like, oh shit, you know what was I thinking? You know, and then you had a good laugh at my expense. So, <laughs> well. But, but but I mean that's that's a real easy t- I mean, if you have a match that you can light or a candle yep. um, just to see if there's a breeze coming through. Mm-hmm. You know, tr- try to okay this door was open and maybe a breeze through. Which, let's open the door back up, light a candle, light a match, just hold a lighter up, and no the lighter on your or the flame on your cell phone for the concerts doesn't count. Um, it's got to be like a real flame. No, I will say that would seem to make more sense. Ghost Adventures, there, there was at least a couple of episodes where they had a door move and they caught it on camera and everything, you know? How are we mm-hmm. to know that something moved it as they were standing there looking at it and getting it on film? Or someone said, okay, hey, go go ahead and open that outer door right now, you know, type of thing, and poof, the door, yeah. the door blows open, well, you know? That's the same thing with personal experiences. Something True. just touched me. True. I felt a chill. Um... I saw something that the camera didn't catch. I heard something that the microphones didn't catch. You know, any time there's a uh, personal experience, you, you, you don't know. I mean, you, you kind of have to take with a grain of salt. Who knows if EVPs weren't planted? It, it, it's sort of like the suspension of disbelief. Disbelief. Okay, I believe that spaceships are real. Like, well, like if you're watching a spaceship movie, but. Um, so when you're watching the ghost shows, you're like, okay, I accept that these guys are being truthful about everything that happens. Mm-hmm. I believe that you believe that you experience something. <laughs> yeah, and I think also a yeah. lot of it falls back on how much you, number one, know the person and how much you mm-hmm. trust that they're not going to be that kind of person to do something like yeah. that. Right. Well, once every four episodes, they like beat something into the ground, testing it to, so they can debunk it. And they go, see? See how we do this? <laughs> That's how you know we're real. Yeah. Okay, so you make up 43 things, <laughs> prove one's wrong. I'm not saying anybody makes stuff up, but it could happen. Yeah. It probably does. I, I saw one of these interviews. It was like things for people who used to work on these types of shows or those kinds of shows, one of those types. 12 things that they won't tell you. And one of them was... Um, if they tell you it's a personal experience, like they're being touched, they're lying. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So at least in that this this one's person's experience on the one show they were on, that was it. But uh, yeah, there was like what I was look, trying to look at before. There was like the, these according to, although it wasn't necessarily in what I was looking at. Or maybe I just don't know enough how to read it right about the laws of thermodynamics where it's either like hot air goes in or cold air comes out or something like that. It's like if you have a hot air and cold air area next to each other because people be like, you're letting all the cold air in. It's like, no, actually I'm letting the hot air out. out. Yep. You know, when you leave the window open. Yeah. In the wintertime. So I, I think that's actually how it works. The cold air goes out, not the cold air coming in or the other way around. That was that was profound. 
you know, I will say this, the article mentions, you know, about the lack of humidity and if you feel like your body's suddenly getting yeah. colder, you know, just grab a sweater, you'll be fine, you know. Yeah. It's funny because my wife, I swear <laughs> to God, um, she'll feel the slightest chill, which I usually don't feel right next to her even, and she says, who, who has the front door open? Is, is the back door shut all the way? You know, and whatever. And, you know, invariably, nine times out of ten, it'll be shut, you know, but then there's the one time that it's like, oh yeah, it is open, you know, oh, maybe she can feel these things. <laughs> Told ya. Three rooms away with the door shut, you know, and I don't know. No, it's just funny. ghosts. Just ghosts. <laughs> I should just use their exact quote, grab a sweater, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the lack of humidity. Right, right. Grab a sweater. That's like that's like though like like one of those things like like barometric pressure. Like if you see a, if you measure a change in barometric pressure, that's significant. Like if you are in an area, like, like what is it? The paranormal puck two, I think, does that, and the EDI. The EDI plus has has I think pressure. You have a plus. They'll <sighs> yeah. measure these things, and because um, I guess again, you know, any minute changes are, 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 are going to be significant so I mean do can you really feel the humidity changing or is this just a, one of those things like the cold air rising I don't know I don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah I yeah how do you feel humidity you know especially in I don't know what, what if you live in the southwest where there is no humidity you know mm. then you don't need a sweater or you do need a sweater because there's no humidity. It should be chilly in your air Oh, that's house. right. They've got me so confused. <laughs> Maybe we should just move on to the next one then. Maybe our next guest I think should that's be a great idea. HVAC technician. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That horse is dead. Okay. <laughs> Steve, you want to take this one? Sure, sure. Um, this one's entitled, Ions are actually making your hair stand on edge, not ghosts. Uh, many ghost hunters carry something called an ion counter, which literally counts the ions in the atmosphere. Uh, when that sucker goes off, you know a ghost is taking a stroll nearby. However, ions are pretty natural, and they're the very reason you get an electric shock when you're wearing certain types of clothing. Um, I, I'm just thinking, static electricity, is, is that, you know, is that caused by ions too, or, or whatever, but... I'm looking. I'm looking up ion meters here. Yeah, I was okay. just thinking the same thing, Steve. I don't know. Now it goes on to say ions are caused by a ton of natural factors like weather, solar radiation, and something I mentioned last time, radon gas. Uh, you can Ooh, even ain't you smart? <laughs> <laughs> but you can even buy ionic <laughs> hair dryers that emit negative ions to help evaporate water faster. Ions have such a strong presence that they can even change our moods. Negative ions calm us, and positive ions give us headaches. If you live in a house filled with negative ions, you may feel tired and tense, but it's definitely not because of a ghost. Now, here's a question a that goes along with that. Is everybody sensitive to that, or are there just people that are hypersensitive to it, or do you know? I'm sure people are hmm. hypersensitive to it, but did you just notice that? It says negative ions calm us, and positive ions give us headaches. So, negative, calming, whatever, whatever. If you live in a house filled with negative ions, you may feel tired and tense. Okay, I guess I can understand tired because of the calming effect. I don't know why it's tense, but uh, hmm. but yeah, it's definitely not because of a ghost. Strange. Interesting. And I've I seen, don't want to say they were grasping on this one, but yeah, I kind of feel they were grasping on this one a little bit. It's like okay, we got to have twelve. 
We've got to come up with 12. Well, okay, now, at 11. isn't this the concept behind, like, uh, the salt lamps and everything? They emit uh, ions that, you know, reduce anxiety, have a calming effect and all that stuff? Well, they there's, like, ionic ionic breeze and things like that. Yeah, These, these sure. like, things with, like, the, the rod you pull out and you wipe it off or, or a plate. You wipe it down every couple weeks and put it back in. It's supposed to put certain ions. I guess it would be negative ions. Would that be? So, but then, so Static electricity has to have something to do with ions because they're talking about getting shocked while wearing certain clothes. Exactly. How often have you ever gotten out of a vehicle, touched the uh, frame of, or the door, oh, and every I hate snap, that. You know, it happens yeah. to me often. It same here, and I know I don't have shorts in the vehicles. You know, so yeah. And I asked Mike about that. Um, the mechanic the other day, I asked mm. him, Mike, do I have a short in my Jeep? And he says that the type of electricity that vehicles use wouldn't do that to you. Sure. Sure. So, so hmm. I, you know, maybe ions are the explanation. I just always chalked it up to uh, static electricity, which maybe static charge, static electricity is what they're talking about here is ions. And yes, the one sentence says negative ions calm us. The next sentence says, if you live in a house full filled with negative ions, you may feel tired and tense. <laughs> so tired i understand because calming you know may you know you would you would get tired relaxed yeah. but why would you feel tired and tense because yeah. they just said you're calmed why would you feel tense you know but yeah because aren't cold those air rises two opposites yeah <laughs> and the way i look at ions if you ever remember like it seems like it's pretty synonymous with as seen on tv stuff and if i'm not mistaken <laughs> i thought there's been tests where a lot of that stuff was kind of proven to be like kind of hokey and not really existent what i know ions <laughs> exist but i guess what i'm saying is some of these All of that things. is seen on TV stuff is not legit. The, the, those copper <laughs> gloves are not going to cure my migraines? Yeah, and the copper bracelets that are supposed to make you like golf like Tiger Woods and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I remember those. Uh, those I thought just because I was a crappy golfer. <laughs> I remember those. The, it's like a braided thing with like the metal thing on it. Yes. And they say, uh, oh, you know, uh, Randy Johnson, the pitcher, wears it, you know, and that's why he performs so well and everything. Yeah. And I'm just going to say all the pitchers were wearing those for a couple yes. of years. That's exactly what it said. Yep. Yep. So... so Interestingly enough, this has a hyperlink as well, which takes you to. So a, then they all grew beards instead. Then no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes you to a oh. 2002 article, and it's entitled "Negative Ions Create Positive Vibes." Uh, there's something in the air that just may boost your mood. Get a whiff of negative ions. <laughs> Ooh, and science 101 down below. <sighs> right. Right. Negative ions are odorless, tasteless, and invisible molecules that we inhale in abundance in certain environments. Think mountains, waterfalls, and mm. beaches. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> uh, negative ion generators being sold in stores and all over the internet. Um, they're saying, do they work? Well, it's too early to tell for sure. But that's not to say there's not some sound science behind the concept. And again, well, like this is a saying, heck of an article. <laughs> is it possible? Sure, well, it's from possible. WebMD. Yeah. Ions are molecules that have gained or lost an electrical charge. I should have remembered that from my, you know, what physics High school class chemistry. Yeah, right? They are created in nature as air molecules break apart due to sunlight, radiation, and moving air and water. So maybe radiation, maybe that's where the radon gas comes in or something. Yeah, that, that would make sense. You may mm. have experienced the power of negative ions when you last set foot on the beach or walked beneath a waterfall. Part of the euphoria is simply being around these wondrous settings and away from normal pressures of home and work. 
the air circulating in the mountains, and the beach is said to contain tens of thousands of negative ions, much more than the average home or office building, which contain dozens or hundreds and may register a flat zero even. Interesting, you interesting. Know, it's, it's funny, Steve, that light behind you looks like you're wearing a, a hat. Oh, a little... Um, <laughs> I have a little ghost sitting on the top of but my just, head. Just like looking at this article, if somebody turned this in for their like eleventh grade science class as a report on ions, they'd they'd get like a C minus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I do like how we've gone from taking this article very seriously in, in the first episode, and most of the second, to kind of just panning it now. But but well, I think it's because they quit taking it seriously. Yeah. It's like they mailed it in about three quarters of the way through. You know, I, you know, at first they were making some very legitimate points. We had some great discussions on it, but now it's just kind of yeah. like, hmm, really? <laughs> they fell asleep on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we, we said we said twelve. We're only at we're, we said twelve. We're only at eight. Let's make up some BS. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get paid by the word. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I don't know anything about rancor, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, they, they've got a lot of cool stuff, but... Um, Do they also have clickbait? I, 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 I think that might be part of it. Some of those articles where you have to, like, keep hitting the button, the, the forward yeah. arrow to go to the next screen, and they're just oh, hoping you're going to click on an ad by accident crap. or something. And those All ads, right. if you guys have ever heard of pay-per-click, have you guys ever heard of that, like Google pay-per-click? Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. The second you click it, there, there's a certain amount of attrition. That, ding, they get a little bit. They get a little bit. Sure. Well, maybe we should just sometimes just the eyeballs being on it. Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe so every pop up. I think the next. I think the tenth next of a penny somebody gets. I think the next one is a little bit more back in the vein of the early ones in this article yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, cause, and it reminds me of something else I just saw recently. And th- this one is, you only think a house is haunted because everyone else does. Um, <laughs> it says, have you ever noticed that you become increasingly aware of a problem once someone else points it out? The same can be said for a haunted house. It, it's sort of like when you, you, you get a new car and all of a sudden everybody's got that car. You see those cars everywhere. Sure. Yeah. Now, these next words, I hate these next words. Mass hysteria is a very real phenomenon. And one person's account of something can have you looking for signs that just aren't there. This was proven in a 2014 study by Goldsmiths University in London, where participants watched a video of an alleged psychic bending a key with his brain. Subjects were paired up with either a person, person who said they saw the key bend or a person who said they did not. Those sitting next to people who claimed to see the key bend were more likely to say they saw the key bend, too. Yeah, I, I just saw... There's a documentary making the rounds now, and I'm not even going to mention what it is. But there's a really good uh, part in it where um, they, they show people... I think this was in the 70s. Uh, it was a study where people... There was like a car. It was just optical illusions where like which line is longer, the one with the little pieces on the end or things like that. And um, yeah, it was arrows pointing in or arrows pointing out that one. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Though this wasn't even like the arrows. These are just like like one side of the card had a, a line segment on it. And then the other side had three different ones. Okay. No arrows pointing on the ends or anything like that. And they said, which one's longer? Or which one's equal, A, B, or C? And they're like, uh, 
or short or whatever it was. Uh, it was C. It was B. It was, you know, they, they were nailing it every time. Well, then they, they, they stacked the room with like four other people who were in on this. And let's say that C was the shorter one. And everybody's going, oh, it's B. It's B, definitely B. And, and the poor schmuck who's in there, not in on the game, was like, oh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's B, definitely B. Like, just going along with it, because that's what everybody else was saying. And then they, like, tricked their brains into believing it was actually real. Basically, pack mentality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's why this mass hysteria thing, I don't know. When people talk about that, I'm like, or, or mass hallucinations. Like, eh. I, I like mass hysteria a little bit better than hallucinations, although hysteria, I guess normally people think, you know, that, that sort of gets a reputation of like people acting insane. But I think it's just sort of the group think type of thing. Like when, when your boss puts you into a group but nothing gets done. Um, but with a lot of people, this is like we talked, we were just talking before we, we started recording about front loading when you mm-hmm. go into somewhere. And I think that's that's part of that is saying, okay, listen to the CVP. Tell me if you think it says, right. I died in the basement. Yep. You know, nine times out of ten. <laughs> yes. Sure enough, there it is. Nine times out of ten, you know, someone says, listen to this. It's very rare that you can listen to the EVP, hear exactly what it says, and repeat it. You know, you're right. It's yeah. not until you hear what it is. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, yeah, now I hear it crystal yep, clear. I hear it now. Yep. The power of suggestion. And I think, I speaking for myself, I know I've fallen victim to that. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, just a couple weekends ago, I was looking at some really cool pictures, and they're like, hey, do you see this? And I'm like, I really don't. But then it was pointed out to me, and I had to question myself to wonder, was I just looking in the wrong spot, or mm-hmm. was the power of suggestion just taken over? I, I don't know. Well, remember too, a couple years ago that, that uh, there was that some sound thing like people would hear different things out of it yes yes that that was actually pretty recent well, yeah <clears throat> yeah it was like maybe two three years ago what was it? Oh, they had another one mid last year and everything really where, where some people heard it say one word but other people heard it say another word and then there was the also and, the blue and the gray dress or something yeah and the shoes yeah, the, like, the pink or the yeah. gray shoes what do you see yeah, and I think some of those things are just the way your your brain or, or your biology is wired to, to see or hear those things. Mm-hmm. Because there have been some EVPs where we've seen on the shows where like I don't hear that. I hear a lot of garbly stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. you rewind it, and you still can't hear it. And that study, Mike, or that that one sound, uh, my brother played it for me, and I was the I was the neutral party because I had never even heard anything of it. And my mm-hmm. brother and his fiance had this bet. They're like, okay, she hears one thing plain as day, absolutely, without a doubt, plain as day. Mm-hmm. He hears the other side, and he played it for me. And I had no reason to, you know, say one way or the other. And I just told them exactly what I thought I heard. And she jumps up and down, you know. And it was just, it was really <laughs> weird for him. He's like, Josiah, seriously, that's what you hear? I said, why would I? Why would I have any reason to tell any different? You know. And it was just kind of cool. Yeah. Though. Here's the thing with that. When you look at one word and you listen to it and you're expecting to hear that word, you hear it. When you yeah. look at the other word that it could possibly be and you're thinking about that word, you hear that one plain as day. Yep. Same mm-hmm. word, but you could actually hear them both. It was absolutely amazing. And that the coolest part about that was I was blind to what the words were. I had no, I didn't know what the choices yeah. were. You know, so that was the coolest part. Gotcha. Well, and even you know, we we could be culturally front loaded. 
you know, if somebody comes from a different part of the country or, or, or a different country in the world, um, the way you perceive something might be different than that other person. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, just, just maybe a word you don't recognize or... Sure. I, I don't. I don't know. If we really, even need to give an explanation on that. But yeah, I, I think it could not just be what somebody tells you, but what you're bringing in yourself. I will say that once again, their premise is that yeah, the house isn't haunted. You only think it's haunted because someone else said it was, or because other people yeah. said it was. Again, just very dismissive. Um, there is power in you know the 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 power of suggestion. I mean, is strong but you know if someone's Mm -hmm. showing you a picture of something you know i'm always kind of the first if i don't see the obvious thing i'm the first to say you know what is it what am i looking for here you know yeah um yeah i don't know but yeah it's again pretty dismissive just saying ah yeah it's you only think it is because someone else told you to I, i i think almost anything here is like it can be an explanation right but I don't think it always is the explanation. And I, I think we're truly doing somebody a disservice by by just going along with it. You know, if they show you something and you just kind of just go along with emotions. I know Steve and I had talked about mm-hmm. this and how sometimes we feel bad when a participant on our tour comes up. They're like, look what we found, you know, and we we really know it's okay. Orbs. It's a dust orb. Yeah, and I know that I feel guilty sometimes, <laughs> but I... I do every now and again just go along with it because I don't want to break their heart, you know? Right. Yeah. I, well, there was... I'll tell you guys when we're not recording who this was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this is somebody from a group that uh, we know well and respect. Um, and they sent me a picture from up in the museum at Conover Um and it was like, hey, there's a face in this one object. I'm like, hmm, yeah, it kind of does look like that. The next time they came out, I said, hey, remember that picture you took last time? Let's take another picture from that same perspective and see how it looks. So we took another picture, and it was definitely a print in the side of an object. Okay. That huh. looked like a face. I said, look. Look at this. This is the one you took before. This is the one I just took 30 seconds ago. Can you see the print? Nope. Nope, that's definitely a face. And do you feel like they were just denying they were denying it just because they wanted to believe so bad, Mike? I was trying to really push as hard as I could without pissing this person off i gotcha <laughs> and, and, and it caught almost to that point where they're like no that's a face okay and that's the last thing you want is to cause division based on it you know at, at some point you kind of have to concede but it's it's still i think you were doing the right thing by saying hey this this is what it is and you clearly knew what it was but at what point do you just kind of say okay all right let's move on well, well see normally like i'll have people call me up and say hey we got these weird shapes showing up in this place. Can you check and see what that is? Yeah. yeah. So I'll go back up there and go, oh, there's some stains on the wall. Looks like a little kid standing there. Oh, okay. Got it. Thanks for checking that out, Mike. You know, we'll, we appreciate it. Usually people are like, yeah, we we get it. Okay. Thanks for doing that for us. Yeah. But this was like, I mean, and this was 
somebody who's in a pretty a fairly prominent group wow in fact, this is somebody who has been on a television show. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Um, so I was really shocked when there was this 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 wall that was up. Like, no. Yeah. That was a face. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about, but yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, sometimes people want to go along with what everybody else is saying. I get that. I get that, but, um, man, I don't know. That just, I don't want to say I was disillusioned by that. Maybe a little disappointed to not even say, yeah, I guess it, maybe it could be. Yeah. So, you know, um, just, you, you had kind of mentioned that the, uh, do you remember when we were in the museum with the kids the one time doing the children's ghost tour and, uh, oh, yeah. The one kid pointed down and said, look, there's a handprint on the floor. <coughs> yeah. You know, we, we had probably seen that mark dozens of times and just dismissed it, not even thought anything of it. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. someone pointed out, hey, that looks like a kid's hand. And we were there with a bunch of kids and we looked down and we're like, oh, wow, there is a handprint there, you know. <laughs> and, but, you know, it may have always been there, you know, but in that moment, it was kind of like, maybe it just appeared, you know, yeah. with the room yeah. full of kids and everything. but. Yeah. So yeah, that was that, that was a pretty cool moment, though. And the silence is deafening. Okay. I was just looking at the next one. I was thinking. I think this is my turn. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty deep. Yeah. But I think it's well. I, I think I think it's in 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 line with what the other <laughs> yeah the other uh, uh, Let's, the, 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 with the trend. Here we go with, with the trend of the way this article has been uh, heading here over the last few ones. Let's end this ranker article with a bang, right? It's it's becoming rank. Yes, <laughs> not exactly what I said, but yeah. <laughs> I like it, Mike. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay, so so basically, if, or did you want to take it? No, go ahead. If, if you've got it, go ahead. But I was just following the order, you know. Oh yeah, I know. I, I'm just. But if we, yeah, we just no. Please go ahead. Wrap this up at some point tonight. Um, so so basically, we're getting into quantum mechanics. Um, now what it says, and I guess maybe this is worth reading because maybe you guys can make more sense out of it than I was able to make out of it. But it says quantum mechanics proves ghosts are real. Now, now, keep in mind this was a scientific explanation behind paranormal phenomenon. Okay. So basically this is saying that the explanation is it's real. We can go with that. So there are a ton of scientific explanations behind haunted houses houses they completely dispel the idea of them actually being haunted at all however what if science could prove ghosts actually do exist quantum mechanics is the study of the smallest types of matter with some scientists which some scientists believe make up the very foundation of ghosts dr stuart hammeroff was he a knight rider <laughs> oh definitely 
Okay. Um, and physicist Roger Penrose believed that human consciousness comes from microtubules uh, called my... Uh, um, shoot, I just blew that one. Um, <laughs> what, were the, what were the things that make the force in, you, in Star Wars? Oh. Uh, Midichlorians. There you go. I had that ready in my head <laughs> minutes ago. And then it just flew right out. So, uh, humus, human consciousness comes from microtubules in our brain cells. These tubules are the very foundation of our souls. And there's the hyperlink. According to their theory, when people have, have near-death experiences, those microtubules leave their brain and continue to exist. Hence the idea of out-of-body experiences. Another quantum physicist named Dr. Henry Strapp, and I love that these people have names who can pronounce, also believes this theory. He thinks a person's personality can exist as a mental entity after death, aka as a ghost. And if these entities can manage to pull themselves back into the physical world, things like channeling and possession can actually occur. So maybe those mediums weren't making it up after all. Hmm. I think the so. part about the personality is really interesting about how he believes that they can exist as a mental entity. That's really cool. So I wonder if these things stop, if they weaken over time. And kind of dissipate, you mean, Mike? Yeah, 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 like, like lose their energy. Yeah, and I wonder if it depends on the person, you know, like if the person was like a really high energy type of person could they potentially last longer than somebody who was just kind of a moper? I don't know. Hmm. Or if... Well, I talked about the near-death experience. When you lose these things, do you lose them for good? Exactly. Or do you regenerate them? Hmm. Do you get a re-up? <laughs> <laughs> you collect the mushroom and... <laughs> The coins. You get really big then. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Deep that stuff. is a really interesting question, actually. According to the theory, when people have near-death experiences, those microtubules leave the brain and continue to exist. Hmm. So, the reason I'm so quiet is I'm trying to process... This is about quantum mechanics which it says is a fundamental theory in physics that provides a description of the physical properties of nature at the scale of atoms and subatomic particles. But quantum physics, as we discussed before and everything, I think either on a podcast or off is the theory that people can be in things, people or things can be in two places at one time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was just trying to see how quantum mechanics relates to quantum physics or if there is any relation whatsoever. Okay, so here, according to... Here's the, the, looking through the link here. According to Dr. Hameroff, in a near-death experience, when the heart stops beating, the blood stops flowing, and the microtubules lose their quantum state, the quantum information in the microtubules isn't destroyed. It's distributed to the universe at large. And if the patient is revived, the quantum information can go back into the microtubules. Okay, it's getting a little woo-woo for me. Yeah. I know it says science. 
uh, I don't know. Uh, in this event, the patient says they had something like a near-death experience, i.e. they saw a white light or tunnel or floated out of their body. In the event the patient is not not revived, we don't know. Um, it's possible that the quantum information can, uh, quote, it's possible that the quantum information can exist outside the body, perhaps indefinitely, as a soul, he said. That, that, that's a little scary, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it, it comes with some strange... <laughs> I don't know. It's like, do, 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 we, do we get them back? Is it a guarantee? Like, Do I get a certificate of these microtubules? Uh, yeah, like how does it know it's... You, well, they, they talk about people having out of body or near death experiences or, or the uh, um, yeah just out of body experiences like sometimes yeah. some people see a, a string attached to their body and that's how they are able to they follow that string back like an astronaut floating through space in their space <laughs> right. stations did, their didn't, dock. didn't you say that has some masonic ties about the silver yeah it's a silver cord or ever yeah. the silver cord be loosened it's all a part of the masonic tie basically it's like an umbilical cord to life hmm. but also, I've read the book about Dr. Eben Alexander. He wrote about his near-death experience. And if anybody's out there and they get the chance to read it, please do. I believe it's called Heaven or Proof of Heaven by Dr. Eben Alexander. Highly, highly recommend that book. Hmm. It changed my outlook on someone who, who dies and what they experience. And it's really good. Hmm. Interesting. Sorry, I'm trying to get back to our page here, and it's not showing up. Here we go. Well, I don't know. That 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 that's a little too big-minded for me here to feel comfortable winding up on. <laughs> right? Yeah, me too. And I, I, it would be nice if somebody could kind of break it down into more layman terms and help us understand it. Yeah, even the link is one of these. Uh, we're just going to throw enough together here to um, satisfy the editor for my daily work. Yeah. Hoping but. that the editor doesn't actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was heavy. Oh, yes, the, the, the final people who were challenging it. Still, Dr. Hameroff believes that, quote, nobody has landed a serious blow to the theory. It is very viable. Okay. I, I, I just think it's kind of funny, and, and I'm not saying this is the case with this guy, because obviously he's must know. Uh, who else? There, there was it was featured in a uh, documentary narrated by Nor Morgan Freeman, so I'm not going to argue with that. Nice. <laughs> but you know, you, you you can put out, and I'm not, and again, I'm not saying this is what he did, but you, you put out some crazy theory that nobody can prove or disprove and say, huh, nobody's been able to shoot a hole in it yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, because nobody really gets it. Um, I don't know. Microtubules within the brain. Hmm. Quantum process. But, I mean, I think it does raise a good point. Though. I mean, what gives us a personality? What gives us consciousness? Yeah, and does it, like it states here, if I'm understanding this correctly, and you guys can tell me what your outlook on it is, it's basically saying that when we die, we don't 
just transcended to heaven, right? Our our body, our physical body dies, but then something sort of like goes into the ether, which is a ghost, and that's kind of what we're experiencing. Is that what I'm... That's kind of what I'm picking up from it. Okay, and like when we bump into these as paranormal investigators, it's kind of like somebody's... And I'm not saying this in jest either. Somebody's microtubules that's manifesting? I don't know. Kind of buying that (laughs) look at it. So, as far as I can understand it, I mean, we we are not stupid people, the three of us. Yeah. Um, But I think this is something that's maybe not explained well enough in these two tiny articles (laughs) for us to get a, a better idea of. Yeah, and also with the fact that they just mixed up cold and hot air and which one settles and which one rises kind of makes yeah. me wonder like, eh, what are we reading here <laughs> proofreading is not for the faint of heart <laughs> so all right well hey guys i'm i'm glad we latched on to something here with this um i think we got some good discussion out of it and probably today more I'd like to say laughs, but just maybe some more head shaking than laughs. Disapproving. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, So I I just just, I think everybody, if they had something to redo in their life, they'd probably like to have that chance. I just looked up the author on here, and uh, I won't say her name, but uh, her bio here says she is a Netflix addict and self-proclaimed crazy cat lady. With an editorial background in culture, travel, and entertainment, her work has been featured in Billboard, Vice, and Insider. When she's not writing, she can be found swishing her hair on stage with her punk band. Her hobbies include gossiping about reality TV, wearing statement lipstick, and oversharing on Twitter. And it says, yes, the blonde comes from a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, take take the article with a grain of salt yes there you know she probably did some research and said what are some common you know common things that can cause paranormal activity and she got a list and expanded on it and was cheeky cheeky with it and everything and you know so maybe this this wasn't meant to be um taken too seriously the way we were trying to look at it correct i think we approached it very seriously at first and then just kind of over time evolved okay well <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm good with the cat lady part sure <laughs> and I am a little there is a link to the punk band there too yeah I did see mm-hmm. that oh it's a twitter or instagram I don't know the difference yeah instagram <laughs> oh that's interesting stuff okay well if anybody's interested enough to crawl down that wormhole, I think we gave you enough information so far. You can find that if you want. <laughs> so, ah, interesting stuff. Okay. Well, thank you guys for uh, playing along with this. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it actually came really, out pretty well. It was actually really fun. Yeah, very. And and it spurred yeah. some good conversation and good. Yeah, you know. I I I have some. A little bit of news for you here. We got a yeah, about a minute or so. Um, 
I, I, I sold my soul like Robert Johnson. I have gone, I have crossed over. Uh, we signed up for Discovery Plus over the weekend. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, anytime Ghost Adventures posted something on Facebook, 80% of the comments would be people complaining about Discovery Plus. Oh, and yes. Like a few people like, you really need to get it. It's awesome. It's so cool. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it until we did it. <laughs> you know, sort of like the first time you eat human flesh. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then you do it. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so the, the long um, meat, the long meat or sweet meat, whatever it was called, you know? It, yeah. It's the other white meat. <laughs> um, pork <laughs> from Babe. Is that Babe? I don't remember. Wow. Okay. Anyway, um, where were we? Oh, but yeah. Once you start getting into that, there is a lot of stuff on there. Um, I, I might say there are almost too many paranormal shows. Sure. I know they're they're all right there, centrally located. You know. You, yeah. You, I mean, they, they group them together nicely, but jeez, yep. there's so many. So, so two things. I I may or may not have access to an account. You know of that so i can experiment with it a little bit but uh the other thing is you mentioned about them attacking you know uh the ghost adventures crew there was actually just a minor controversy and it was interesting because it involves one of josiah's uh you know people that he's a big fan of and what it was is uh dave schrader posted on one of the social medias that um someone was giving him a load of of shit about you know the, the Holzer files moving to Discovery Plus and whatever, mm. whatever. and he's kind of like, hey, you know, this was a decision by the network. I I record, yeah. I, I film a show, the network owns it, they have the rights to it, they distribute it how they want. That does not give yeah. you the right to be a total, complete asshole to me, you know? <laughs> and this other guy um, that was on a show that's now been canceled, whatever, whatever, he says, he reposted that and says, hey, you know, I don't think it's right that people treat their fans this way and whatever, whatever. And is basically shaming Dave for basically defending explaining himself. Explaining the way it was. Explaining the way that it was. And uh, it's funny because so he caught so much backlash saying, well, I agree with Dave. You know, I mean, it's it's not his fault. He shouldn't be catching shit for it. And uh, this other person eventually ended up taking down that post that they had put up, shaming, mm-hmm. trying to shame Dave. Jeez, I didn't see any of that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is... A, you know, upper office type of decision thing. It, it, it's not the people that are on the shows, the people who make the shows. Right. It, it just the, it, it it's they are the face. Yep. So yeah. you know nobody knows who the execs are at Discovery who decided to, to do this. It, it is just disappointing that it, you can't even see some of these shows on the cable channels right now. Well, and and I think the the. The way they're going to do it is they're going to release all new episodes and and current seasons on Discovery Plus, Mm -hmm. as well as all the archived stuff. But I think kind of the way they do it, Netflix and everything else, um, maybe next year or after a certain amount of time, then the Hulus and the, you know, Comcast and DirecTVs will get that season, but well removed from, you know, from when it broadcasts live. I I just think it's sort of ironic because... um at some point last week, Ghost Adventures changed their Facebook um, profile picture to the Travel Channel logo. Hmm. The last time I looked, this may have changed, the last time I looked, 
there were no Ghost Adventure shows on Travel Channel at all. Like, if you go into your DVR and looking for upcoming... Really? Nothing. Was we'll he? Yeah. So, so it, on, just, it just seemed kind of strange. So if doing on Hulu that. Plus, you can still see all the past episodes and past seasons, but anything you can go on new, demand and see them. Right. A lot of them. So, so let me ask you this: Can you go on Discovery Plus and watch current live broadcast episodes of Ghost Nation, Ghost Adventures, stuff like that, or is it only streaming? So just they make it available on such and such a day at midnight. And then you can start watching it from there. Yeah, what I yeah they don't like dump the whole season in like a Netflix thing. It's more like a a Disney type thing, or it's like every week. Okay, but the, but they just they just offer in. it for consumption. They don't. There is no live broadcast time. It's just they drop not, it not that I saw. Okay, not, not that I saw. I, I I don't believe there is. But you know why why do you want to do that when you can just pick whatever you want? And hey, the 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 four ninety nine with commercials. Mm-hmm. But it, it, for me, it's not worth paying the extra two dollars because most of the commercials are sixty seconds. Gotcha. And it's got a little countdown, and um, sometimes it just skips the commercials altogether, like hmm. as you get later on into the show, where it's like maybe a fifteen second commercial. So it, it, it's really not awful once once you you know. <laughs> well, Hulu Plus Live TV. To do it. I paid the extra, you know, ten bucks or whatever to get ad free. They mm-hmm. even said. Not all shows are going to be ad-free. Well, what? Hulu Originals are all ad-free, but shows that are from other networks that are on there. I mm-hmm. watched Curse of Oak Island, and I fall asleep every single damn episode. And it's not because the show is uninteresting. It's because every commercial, every time there's a commercial break, there's four minutes of commercials. No Jesus. way. Oh, God. yes. So if I'm laying in bed and I'm already tired anyways... Every time a four minutes of commercials comes on, I start snoring and Janelle turns it off. So. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair, though. Four minutes of commercials? I know. Really? It's bullshit. That's worse than live TV, you know? God. So it's really gotten out of hand. Now, granted, if you had the History Plus app, you might be able to watch it ad-free, you know? But Man. I, I am See, actually... I'm just wondering if this Oak I... Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened, Mike? <laughs> My 600-pound life came up, the little mm. thing. That's a good... Um, I, I, so, so Oak Island... Oh, see, that's... I, I'm, I'm seeing if that's... I, I thought I saw that in there, but apparently oh, it would, it's not... It wouldn't on, be oh, on, here we go. Are you looking at Discovery Christian Plus? That, they're What's on, that? They're on the History Channel. They're not part of the Discovery Network. Oh, okay. Okay, I, th- I thought they were no. pulling them in there, too. No, but like uh, oh, oh uh, uh, Ghost Labs on. We saw Ghost Lab. I, I did hear that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I was just curious if it was on here with with better commercial breaks, but um, yeah. Okay. See, I, I thought for some reason I thought history was included in this. No, I, different different uh, ownership. I think. Okay. Well, at any rate, I. Uh, yeah, I, I I I gave in. I caved. Yeah, I don't blame and you. We're actually enjoyed gonna, every moment. <laughs> we are going to be getting rid of our seventy-two dollar a month uh, Hulu Plus Live TV because if a lot of the shows that I watch aren't even offered on there anymore, why pay that extra amount? We'll just mm. use Rabbit Ears for locals or one of the cheaper ones like Tubi or. You know, all these other yeah. pop-up services that are about 20 bucks a piece. Use something like that and just pay the $5 for Discovery Plus. 
Yeah. Well, it, it, for us, the, the only way to get the local sports network is it, it, to, if to get it streaming along with paying internet separately would cost more than we're paying right now with cable. Because we're, we're you know got the cable bundle thing going with the internet and cable, so sure. It's like yeah, I guess we'll just bend over and grab our ankles and get Discovery <laughs> Plus. Thanks a lot, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, back off. Oh jeez. But yeah, there are some holster oh, files God. that um, we 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 started getting into those last night once it hadn't been on yet. So. Um, yeah, it's kind of neat to see that some new stuff up there and some old stuff that you'd for, we'd forgotten about. And, um, and then, of course, they've got all those other networks as a part of it, too. I was going to say, it just makes sense for us because Janelle watches all the, uh, you know, all the DIY shows and the, the house flipping mm. shows and stuff like that. And uh, every single one of those is on the same platform, new episodes on, on there only. Yeah, I, I guess it's just the way things are going. It's honestly smart because they uh, found an end around from, you know, having to work out deals with DirecTV, Hulu, YouTube TV, all those different things. So the next time a channel disappears off a cable because they couldn't come to an agreement, like that's fine. I'll Start just fire streaming up the service. App. Yep. <laughs> charge $3 for it. You know, charge whatever. Yep. All right. Well, that was a quick 10 minutes it was going to be a minute but that's okay <laughs> sorry my fault <laughs> but yeah I I, I I think this proves how principled of person I am not very <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I, I can be about some things but uh, you know I, I guess in the, the big picture five bucks a month is not the end of the world Man, just a little bit of a sting to have to get over the hump. Yep. So, all right, guys. Well, hey, we um, we are moving toward some potential minor format changes. Mainly, I guess we'd say distribution changes. So, uh, we will. Had we decided we're going to do that yet? I'm trying to remember. We're back and forth. Are we going to do this? Yeah, I think I think we're all in agreement that we will, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, basically, what we're going to do is start putting out episodes uh, scheduled every two weeks. Uh, we might pop in uh, an extra one in the middle once in a while, but uh, as it stands right now, I believe we're going to shoot for every other Friday. So... Uh, as we move forward, we might increase the frequency, or like I said, if we have something special going on, we might pop one in there in the middle. But um, as far as a schedule goes, we're going to shoot for that. And if it's more frequently, then yay. But we're going to try to at least hit that. So um, it, instead of us just popping in whenever. <laughs> so. Uh, at least you can mark your calendars moving forward that we're, we're shooting for that. And if we don't make it, I'm sorry, it's Steve's fault. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Damn it, Steve. <laughs> Man, that bus hurts, you know. Thump, 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 thump. It, that, that, that was actually kind of a joke, but then I'm like, wait, who's the one that's always running late? 
Josiah. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> See, if you're the guy we like, we tell we're going to start a half hour early. Sure. So you'll be on time. Which is nothing new. Nothing new. This has been for years. But um, no, I, actually, usually if it's later, it's more often my fault because I, I haven't gotten around to editing and, and uh, putting all the, the sound and music and all whatnot in there. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to work on getting it together and have it, every out, have it out every two weeks. So hopefully... Um, that gives you something to look forward to in the weeks between when we don't put anything out. Because you can enjoy the weeks of silence. So, <laughs> um, thanks again, you guys. We are going to um, try to pull in some interviews. We're getting some some stuff we're trying to wrangle together here. Um, we might bounce back a little bit, too, as far as going to... Uh, some of the topics like we used to do, although no spinners, sorry. Um, we're just going to kind of make our own crap up. Well, not make it up. <laughs> that would be... That would be good. We could, we could have like two real stories and then one we just make up and, you know, the listeners have to guess which one's made up. That would be a good idea, but it's also scary because we could create a tulpa, which I think we all know is what Ooh. created the Slender Man, so... Nice. I would be okay with owning the rights to Slender Man. That would be really cool, but also Slender Man, I think, got a little girl murdered or nearly murdered. Nearly murdered. Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly. Come on now. Yeah, that was a little bit weird. Yeah. Like a lot of it weird. So, yeah, we'll, we'll try to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be something for next season. Yeah that'd be the big event all right well hey guys um thanks again we will <laughs> pick this up again uh or at least have it out there in another two weeks um thanks laws great seeing you great talking to you yeah and uh I, I i guess unless we have anything huge to talk about yet are we ready to roll i'd say so let's bounce bounce Ooh. I'm hip with that, yo. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Um, thanks again, and thanks to all the listeners out there. You know how to get in touch with us. We've done this before. Um, but maybe even at some point, check out the Facebook page, paranormal1.com. We are going to try to get some links up there in one form or another to all the different ways to get in touch and all the stuff that we think is cool and different ways to listen to us and all that happy stuff. So um, just go to paranormal1.com, and hopefully by the time you hear this, we'll have something else up there that you can see to actually <laughs> get in touch and all that happy stuff. So, um, guys, again, thanks. And look forward to talking to you again. And uh, thanks, everybody, listening. And until next time, we will see you in the dark. Ready for clapping time? Yes, sir. <laughs>